What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny Reactions. This time we are talking about Loki on Disney Plus as we will be for every single week going forward uh, for the duration of this series, which so far doesn't have an official amount of episodes, but the, the talk is six, I think. And I think based on the, the run times we're getting on this, a more Falcon and Winter Soldier style show is probably what we can expect. But as always, I am Tim Geddes, joined by the Nitro Rifle. Andy Cortez. Hello, Tim Geddes. Hello, Nick Scarpino. Hello, Kevin Coelho. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello, top of the morning to you. And just as a voice right now, because he's running in late, Kevin Coelho. A disembodied voice. Hey, guys. <laughs> Walk and see, so maybe you always got to do some stuff. But this oh, is kind man. of funny reactions. Every week we review all of the latest TV and movie releases. Uh, you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny, or you can also get it on podcast services. Just search for kind of funny reactions and we'll be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad free, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. But if you like ads, this episode's brought to you by me, undies, and stamps. But let's get right into it. It is the Disney Plus MCU show number three, Loki episode one. Andy Cortez, what did you think? I thought it was cool and neat and uh, sort of throws out a lot of possibilities of what the hell could happen in this universe. I also kind of feel the way Nick feels whenever he watches a prequel, whenever it's like, well, nothing of consequence is going to happen here because we already know what happens in the future mm. i sort of have the same vibe where i feel like a lot of stuff feels less important because these time people kind of control everything so like i don't know it just feels kind of inconsequential and i don't like moving and zooming out that far out of like to see the scope of everything it kind of like I have like an existential crisis sort of thing, <laughs> especially with this universe. Um, but I, I still think it's creative and cool and slick and it's got just a great style. Owen Wilson is providing that sort of, you know, jovial nature that I need. Um, and I can't wait to see him and Loki just have their bullshit together uh, and find out what this mystery, who this mystery character is. Looks like Loki, but we'll see. Nick Scarpino. Yeah, I really like it. Um, I think stylistically, it's amazing. I love the music. I don't know who does the music for it, but it's it's freaking really, really, really good. It's sort of a, a combination of like Clockwork Orange and, and uh, Battlestar Galactica. It's so wonky. This The style of it is super cool. Uh, and I think when Tom Hiddleston, and, I mean, the bulk of this episode was Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson on camera together. And I think they have great chemistry and they shine. Um, I don't deal. My only criticism is I think it still suffers from what all the other shows suffered from where where a lot of the main characters are great but some of the other side like supporting characters are very tv and when it's when the scenes are just them you're like all right this is a tv show which is not necessarily the worst thing in the world but when you've got two film actors or two or three film actors on camera together you're like i really wish this was a, i started thinking to myself this would be really cool if it was just a two and a half hour long movie that came out in theaters and they had just like a, a way bigger budget for it but the style of it and the way it's done in that sort of like retro 70s style, like that Logan Run style kind of works for it not looking as good as it should. So when they look at the city and you're and it kind of almost looks like a matte painting, you're like, eh, eh, I kind of like that. This is kind of the, this is kind of the vibe of this thing. Um, uh, but uh, but I'm interested in it. I, I think it's kind of a cool one off story to tell with Loki. It's kind of like a let's give him one more shot at, at being in the universe and just kind of do, do a cool side quest story with him. Yeah. Man, I love this so much. Like, 
for a little bit, I was like, oh, man, they're clowning Loki out. He's kind of a little bitch. They can't do anything. And it only took him like 40 minutes to like figure out how to like get on top of the situation. And he had the guard that was annoying the shit out of him like trapped. And it was like, oh, they're making Loki so cool. Like they're showing off how cool he is. And uh, all this multiverse crazy stuff. It's just like there's is that the living tribunal like, you know, it. Oh, man, it's so exciting. Uh, also, the setup of like, is this Loki from a further future? Like, I, I feel like, uh, Andy, I hear what you're saying about like it might like it kind of being a, like, you know where it ends. But I feel like he can stay at the TVA. Like, I feel like going forward, Loki can be an agent of. Uh, I'm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, and like I don't necessarily think his story has to end, and I think that this serves so many purposes. Like one being set up for like much, much bigger multiverse shit, and uh, another is set up for a Loki movie, like Nick saying, where it could be an expansion of this. Mm-hmm. I I, I, I am so excited. Yeah, so yeah. excited about this show. I, that's cool. That's, I mean, that's a good way of looking at it, right? Like, if they do this right, this is a possible way of bringing Loki back into the fold of the cinematic universe, um, which I think could be really, really cool, or at least kind of keeping that character alive for for foreseeable future. But I love – shout out to Tara Strong, who uh, who did the voice for the little character, little, like, which oh, is I super didn't catch cool. That. Yeah, yeah, and she's and she kind of lays it out where she's like, she, I, I love that one line where she says, um, you know, if multiple timelines keep splintering it off, it'll splinter into madness. And you're like, a multiverse of madness. And you're like, oh, okay, that's what that kind of looks at. And there was this big ass time war and all that stuff that was going on, which is like super cool. Like, I don't need to see, I don't need to see it. I just think that concept of like, just that, just everything breaking apart and it just being like this like war on this like crazy universal like scale is just a really cool concept to play around with and so that's why it kind of brings that level of importance that i think andy's lacking um for me i was like oh okay there are some stakes here like if we don't if these guys don't keep watching this uh things can can just go just devolve into madness oh Um, tim before before you pop in here uh, it it wasn't that this feels less important Uh, it was more of that looking in the drawer seeing a drawer full of infinity sounds yeah we use them as paperweights or, or That's whatever hilarious. I, I just That's like hilarious. good line it just kind of like damn like we we watched it's, 20 it does, some, we watched 20 plus movies well, about it does that feel like story it, and it kind of feels like it just OP. lessens it yeah and i, 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 I can I mean, understand that i i feel like such a big thing is like the the next problem has to be bigger than the last problem or else the the heroes that fixed it last time can fix it easy you know uh and I, the another thing about the stones is like uh, a thing in the comics is the stones like every like universe in the multiverse has their own set of stones and the stones only work in that universe. Outside of that universe, they are paperweights. So I thought that was fucking awesome well, I, that happened. But what get there's a lot of things that start getting interesting, even given the rules that this episode sets up. Because with that, Kev, it's like if that were true, there need. Are, is there a difference between a timeline and a multiverse in a, a dimension, whatever? Because well, not in anymore, right? Endgame, just... in Endgame, they use the stones from a different timeline in their timeline. So 
that breaks that rule already. But uh, yeah, right, to talk about right. my thoughts on this, I freaking love this. And so far, I think that they've really been knocking it out of the park with these shows where each one feels so different, but so MCU. And I love immediately with this one. It is a time crime thriller. What the hell? Knocking it out of the park already with Owen Wilson and uh, with Loki. Their characters are giving me the buddy cop dynamic that I mm-hmm. didn't get from falcon winter soldier that i expected to get a lot more of like in this one episode i think we got as much as we did the entire six episodes of that and that's that's totally fine because that show worked for what it was uh doing to serve the purpose of the building the character of sam wilson as cap uh but with this it it does my my favorite type of thing which is establish rules for a universe i care about and they've been doing that a lot from the beginning of the episode all the way through and what i like uh to, to address what andy was talking about is i think that they're doing a really good job of setting up that expectation that oh yeah this is a prequel uh or this is like insignificant because it is kind of like a side thing but there's enough hints and stuff that maybe i'm just getting full-on crazy conspiracy theory here but um they're with the whole timeline thing that they they taught us with the the miss minute or whatever mm-hmm. and them dropping the the you'll descend into madness and then at some point they, they explained what a nexus point was the nexus stuff was in the commercials for the in WandaVision. WandaVision, uh, that's right. Thing. So it's like they really, they definitely are. There's a lot of seeds being sown where it's not necessarily, oh, this is all set up for another movie like we felt about uh, Age of Ultron. It's more like they're just establishing more and more rules of this universe that is living among TV shows and movies. And with that, they're talking about timeline. And they even showed that time isn't working where it's like there's now, there's the past and the future, it's all happening at the same time because that's just how time works. And that is what's cool to me is that the we don't necessarily know everything's okay because everything has to happen a certain way mm-hmm. um to to get there and talking about that war they're talking about secret wars like that is one of the most iconic uh comic moments ever where a bunch of all the multiverses essentially have to battle to become one timeline and that is the rumor that is going to be the next huge avengers event after infinity war endgame type stuff that's that we might cool. not get for 10 years but what's fucking cool is the way they set this up is they talked about it as if it was a war that happened in the past but because time all happens at the same time it could be the war that our heroes eventually do yeah and you and you think you start thinking you're like okay if you, if loki's fighting himself right if there's because they talk about the end of the spoilers the time variant um potentially being him are we spoiling things i I guess we totally are um yeah that starts that starts thinking like is loki is loki the solution to this problem or does he come back around and become the person that that destroys the tva and then allows that to happen right because that's that's to andy's point though i do i do see what you're talking about andy having a group of people that are that powerful that they can unite one timeline and like they get to pick and choose who like what you can do brings in that concept of like you know fate versus like versus you being at, like a free will you know um which i thought was kind of cool because they kind of get into that a little bit where he's like i make my That's own what decisions the show's gonna be about yeah and he's like do you make the your decisions yeah um and then of course he's gonna break it and do all that stuff so like the idea um, that thanos could be in the tva held captive and is just completely powerless and can't do anything there um just kind of like breaks my brain in a way that I don't love. Like I just I, I like the core canon, but not that this isn't canon, obviously, but I love the core story being this gigantic story of epic proportions and Thanos is this all powerful being that gets even more powerful. But the TVA, if you got a thing around your neck, it's like, no, you're nothing here. There's no powers here. It's like, oh damn, I didn't even 
I couldn't even conceive that before this series, before I just yeah. heard that line. And now that I have I, it, it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. It's kind of throwing me off. Now, uh, granted, the, I think the episode's fantastic, and I'm stoked for the show. I don't want people to think that I don't like this show. I'm very excited for it. Um, uh, again, everything that it's trying to do is going to be as creative as what WandaVision was doing, right? I just, I love that it is, it doesn't feel traditional MCU. It, I think it feels traditional now after we saw WandaVision. Like, right. this is kind of becoming yeah. their new creative yeah. way of... It's very of, different, of, very creative, yeah. for sure. This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Are you still going to the post office, still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less, a lot less. With discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more, Stamps.com saves businesses thousands of hours and tons of money every year, including kind of funny. We have been really, really reliant on Stamps.com to get things sent out over the years, and we could not thank them more. Stamps.com brings the services of the US Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over 1 million businesses choose Stamps.com for their mailing and shipping again, just like kind of funny. Uh, with Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses use it. Like I said, stop wasting time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk and with the promo code kind of funny, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in kind of funny that's stamps.com promo code kind of funny stamps.com never go to the post office again and next up, shout out to me, Undies. Summer is here, which might mean leaving the great indoors for a dip in the great outdoors, whether that's a pool, ocean, or fjord. Me Undies might be known for making the softest undies and bralettes in the world, but now they make swimwear too. That's awesome. I can't wait for this. You guys know I've been loving Me Undies for a very long time. Wearing a shirt right now, of course, the lounge pants, the the undies themselves, and the socks. I love MeUndies. Can't wait to swim in some MeUndies this summer. Uh, you can check out MeUndies' first ever swimwear featuring bikinis, one pieces, and two different lengths of swim trunks. I'm going as short as I can. Uh, there are roughly eight recycled plastic bottles in each pair of men's trunks, so that means they're eco-friendly, baby. Uh, each one piece of bikinis made from recycled nylon derived from factory scraps and old fishing nets, which keeps our oceans looking beautiful. So there you go. Swim in an, an even cleaner ocean while you're looking fresh and clean clean. Uh, to get 50% off your first order and free shipping, Go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's 15% off your first order by going to MeUndies.com slash morning. And yeah. it's super cool. And obviously, Winter Captain Winter Soldier did, um, Captain Falcon, I always fucking say that, um, did uh, something a little bit more traditional uh, akin to Winter Soldier type uh, movie, Captain America type movie. But WandaVision and this one seem wholly unique in what they're trying to do. Um and yeah, I think I think it's cool as shit. It's again a little brain breaking. It's like that when they show you that gif of like here's planet Earth, and then here's moon the moon, and here's Jupiter, and then and then you zoom out and you just keep zooming out and you keep zooming out and you're like fuck, we're so inconsistent. We're yeah. so insignificant <laughs> among all this, and that's what the vibe I'm tra- kind of getting from this show. Um, but it's cool yeah. as shit. It's really creative. Yeah, I'm gonna but, tell you like, what it, it nails that vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, like what, yeah. 
one of the things I really, really like about it, though, is I thought when from the trailers, I thought Owen Wilson was going to be his normal bumbling self, Owen Wilson. And this is a very different character he's ever played. Usually he's the Owen Wilson from Wes Anderson movies where he's like, wow, I didn't realize what's going on. And this one, he's like kind of beat down, but he's he's like the 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 underdog agent that nobody like people respect. But they're like, you're not really getting the job done. And this is a guy I like that. He's like, you're out there, man. He's like, this is your last chance to prove yourself or whatever it is. And you're, you know, you're taking a risk with Loki and stuff like that. But I think he's actually a pretty like a well-rounded deep character, which I'm looking forward to seeing him go up. Uh, we've already seen him sort of start, start intellectually sparring with, with Loki, which is no small feat. Um, and so I'm interested to see what they look like, but I loved, I was kind of like, I'm in obviously, but I wasn't really, really in until they're walking down the hallway and he's like, I'm going to burn this place down. And I forget what line he has, but he's like, can you start with the part, like the, this department or you can start with my office. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. He also made an office joke. I'll I'll take you to my office. Yeah. You you get the, you get the idea that Owen Wilson has tried to, or Mobius or whatever his name is. He's tried to kind of crack a, case as big as this in the past yeah and and failed and they're kind of like dude stop just keep resetting the person that's what's what we do here that's kind of that's kind of what we do when we can't when we don't want to figure something out just reset them it's the easy way out and you get that you sort of get that vibe from the other detectives working with him that dude uh, it's a useless cause What, what are you doing and i love the idea that this could be the one that's like, all right, fuck it. I'm putting everything on the line right now. I'm risking everything to try to figure out this mystery and try to team up with Loki, who is we've already gotten to the bottom of that. No, he doesn't do stuff because he likes torturing humans. It's it's much deeper than that, which is really cool. And seeing Loki see everything uh, go the way that, you know, yeah, sees his death. And you kind of I definitely forgot when he's. They show him in Ragnarok with his with uh, Thor and those great awesome. back and forths, and it kind of took me to, a while to realize, like, oh yeah, he didn't live this. This is just him seeing this for the first time. This isn't oh, yeah, reminiscing yeah. on memories. This is seeing this shit for the first time. And all of that sequence, I thought, was really beautifully done and greatly uh, acted by uh, Hilson. When That's why I think yeah, the show has really... a lot of depth to it. Because on top of just adding rules and adding really cool complexities to the MCU, I think that really dissecting the villain. Like, remember, this is the main villain of Avengers 1, right? Especially mm. at right moments yeah, after that. And, and with that, I think it's really cool to kind of really dive deep. And you see it in Tom Hiddleston, the way that he acts. Like, we, we praised uh, Elizabeth Olsen so much uh, because of how well she acted all the different versions of Wanda in WandaVision. We're already seeing that in this one episode of Loki of him going from the boisterous Avengers bad guy kind of really breaking down and like looking within himself, but then also being the God of mischief and like yeah. trying to like figure out the, the, his place in the world. I am very, very excited with what this show is doing for the general public of education on things like the fact that they're diving into what a Nexus event is, which is the, when something wrong in the timeline happens and it splits and the whole variant idea, like Getting us used to those words and the understanding that those are things, it's like that is what's going to make uh, Tobe Maguire make sense if he shows up in No Way at, uh, Home or whatever. Like, th- And that is what's really, really cool to me from a bigger standpoint. But I love that at the end of the day, we're getting a lot of dope Loki stuff here. This 2012 Loki is going to mean something different than the Loki that died in Infinity War did to us. But I'm already super, super invested in it, and I, I like what they're doing because I – Love that this is a mystery show, but unlike WandaVision where it's like, 
there's no way for us to have any idea of what's going on. They're giving us a lot of answers. Like the fact that they straight up told us that Loki, it's a Loki variant that they're hunting mm-hmm. yeah. and like, cool. the, like pointing at the picture and it's Loki with the horns and shit. It's like, that's super, super cool where now it's not so much a mystery of like who did it. The mystery is like, what's going on with that Loki? Mm-hmm. What, what, what's, yep. what's about that? Why Loki? is it? Why is he doing this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and Where'd I think that that's, from? That's really cool, Andy. Quick question, or, or just a quick thing I want to point out. The D.B. Cooper scene kind of left a little to be oh desired God. for me. I, what? I, I thought it was I, hilarious. I, I, I mean, we knew, so we knew it was going to happen. Like it, was we a, knew, it was a dare or a bet he yeah. lost. And that's yeah. cool, and that's also great. Also, Owen Wilson but, just being like bringing it up to like, like, oh, like you awesome. Did. Yeah, that's H- cool. Hinting towards it. Wow, I'm getting kind of funny notifications on this stream. Anyway, um, hinting towards it. Obviously, before the series even started, we saw that oh, they're gonna be—he's gonna be DB Cooper. That's like a funny little nod. And I thought we—I thought that was gonna be one of many instances where he, well, he has in to the go past, back and fix the. And it's possible. It's possible that it will, he does. I bet we get more. It's—it's it's definitely possible. But the idea that um, it was just kind of a like an Easter egg, like oh, check this out. It—it it, it felt kind of like I don't know. We're just showing you a scene because. It's a funny scene, and maybe it doesn't have a whole lot I mean, of significance to the overall timeline, but I thought it was going to play a much bigger role uh, aside from them just watching highlights of his past. Like It just, it mm. felt kind of weird and out of place to me when they showed that. I feel like that's exactly what it was meant for. It was meant to be put in the trailer and to get, get the ball rolling and then throwing it out here. We could see it again, and that would be great, but uh, honestly, like I wouldn't be shocked if that's all we get of that scene, and that was just to throw people off on what's happening with the show. I do. Uh, uh, one, one, one quick note that I want to make. I think that with the Infinity Stones from uh, Endgame, that's not necessarily breaking it because those are the same Infinity Stones. Like, that's the same timeline. Because of the bracelets, they grab the ones from their own timeline, and instead of going in the new, uh, like, branch, they can jump directly to their own timeline. Where she's like, you're going to break, you take this out, it's going to branch off. Yeah. So it made a branch, but that branch is the one that Loki is currently, well, not Loki. Dude, that, that, Kev, like, hear yeah. me out for a sec. Like, yeah. that's the problem, not problem, but that's where we're at right now is like, and I think the show understands this clearly and they're going to try to explain it better. But there's, what is the difference between a timeline and a, what a multiverse Multiverse, is? Yeah. Because like yeah. that, they need to start giving the, the rules there. Cause like, even already, uh, this, the one inconsistency that is in this is I love that they tried to solve the thing of like, the Avengers, it's like, what about them? It's like, well, they that was supposed to happen. Like, that was yeah. part of the thing. What? But what doesn't make sense about that, though, is the only way that they succeeded was this Loki taking the the Infinity Stone and mm-hmm. going away so that they would then go to the 70s to get it from the base. So it's like, why is Loki in trouble and not them? But right. I don't know well, if that's an oversight the or if they'll stones, figure it out. They put the stones back. Loki has yet to put his stone back. So Loki just could just go to the point where he jumped, and I bet you that's how the season ends, and he puts the stone back, right? Because th- that's the difference. Everyone so far, remember at the end of Endgame, uh, Captain America goes back and puts all the stones where they belong. What is weird is that he stays in a different timeline, but that doesn't super ma- I mean, I guess that's the way his journey was supposed to end. Yeah, well, I think I, I was I like think the best continuation of his, but I don't know. Yeah. It's cool either way. I, I, I'm looking forward to the next one. It's got me hyped. And I, and yeah, I, I like to Andy's earlier point of like, 
um you know owen wilson being like the one character that everyone's like kind of like dude just do the job stop trying to do something extra i love that last scene where the 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 tva team shows up and they're like ah it smells like oil someone probably they just probably go to this the, their standard shtick or like ah someone probably made a time yeah. machine just reset yeah. it let's go and that complacency is their death yeah they they don't investigate and that's why i think i think that's super cool you're like oh, okay we need owen wilson in this we need a character who's like you're not seeing the bigger picture everyone we got to go at this a little differently well i kind of got the feeling that their complacency was out of fear where they're like uh something's wrong let's let's just get out of here yeah they was just like i don't know it's probably i just got i thought they were like this we do this every day and it's it, our job is super easy put the canister down go back into the thing go back through the doorway that's yeah. it it just resets itself also, and then they got burned a lot <laughs> like it's clear that whoever this other loki variant loki is he's collecting those canisters to do something because they've something, mentioned right. it multiple times yeah so yeah. The reset, the timeline reset bomb things are that's such a fucking cool concept. But I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about it next week and the weeks to come when we continue doing our Loki reactions right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny. Uh, Greg Miller will join us for the ones that he can. He's in E3 right now doing hosting stuff because that's really cool. But till next time, I love you guys. Bye.